0: You're listening to The Social Workers on WCDB Albany.
1: Social Workers Radio Talk Show. Today we have a special pre-recorded segment with Elizabeth Cronin, the Director of the New York State Office of Victim Services. I'm your co-host today, Alyssa Lottmore, LMSW. So we're going to jump right into this uh, 15-minute segment, because January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, and today the Office of Victim Services is hosting a film screening on human trafficking. So we want to learn a little bit more about your office, and I'm just going to jump right in. What is the reason for your office? Why was it created?
0: First, thank you for having us. We are so happy to be partnering with you, Albany, today to show this film and bring attention to human trafficking. The Office of Victim Services um, has been around for a very long time, and in fact, um, in 2016, we commemorated our 50th anniversary, and we are the second oldest and the first permanent victim compensation program in the country. All 50 states have them now. and the. The impetus behind the founding of the agency, which was originally called the Crime Victims Compensation Board, was a young man was murdered in the subway in New York City in 1966 and he left behind a wife and a young child and they had no means to support themselves. And so this was created as a way of trying to assist people who ended up in those kinds of situations. Um, that woman ended up having to send her child abroad to live with her mother, you know, the grandmother, um, because she couldn't support the child. So um, the agency since then has really grown exponentially, and we have both um, federal and state money. And we have a three-part mission. So we provide direct financial compensation to innocent victims of crime. We also fund uh, well over 200 victim assistance programs throughout the state, including right here in the Capital Region. We have many programs here. And we also do advocacy on behalf of crime victims, and some of that is appearing on radio programs like this and also presenting showcases like the film today um, so that people understand the dynamics of crime and criminal justice in their area.
1: Well, even when you are going into the history, you, you, we th- we, every time we see a crime in the news, we, you know, we, we feel for the people, we say, you know, this is a horrible thing that happened, but we don't always think about, okay, what are the financial ramifications of this, or what is the, what are they going to do now, what types of counseling do they need, do they have insurance to cover all the, the, it, the things that Correct. now are occurring because of this incident. So could you go on into a little bit more about the services, sure. a little bit more detail about what you offer?
0: I mean, I think what people don't tend to understand is that crime and the implications and the ramifications of crime, is it's not just a criminal justice issue. It's an economic issue, it's a social issue, and it's a public health issue. And so... Um, It's not as simple as a crime occurs, we arrest somebody and that's the end of it. Um, There are all kinds of repercussions that emanate from a a criminal act and so we have to be able to respond in a multidisciplinary, collaborative way in order to make things better for everybody. So um, the Office of Victim Services, which we refer to as OVS, it became OVS in 2010 so it went from being a board to being an office and our legislation has changed over time to include more and more services and to allow for more and more services so we can assist families where there's been a homicide for example we can pay for burial expenses we can pay counseling expenses for the members of that family we can pay for crime scene cleanup for a stay in a domestic violence shelter for Loss of earnings or loss mm-hmm. of support, um, for example, if a child is injured um, as a result of a criminal act and is in the hospital and the parent is losing money by not being able to go to work to care for that child, we can assist um, in many circumstances so there's there's a whole host of services that we provide and um, and resources and support
1: and I didn't even think of a, you're naming that list of all the things that you do. Those are things I never even thought about. Right. When you're, you're thinking, oh, okay, a crime happened. All of those different issues and things that arise for the person who is going through this and trying to not only handle what happened, but also bills that are coming in, not being able to make money, burial expenses, all of those things that just add extra stress, emotional stress too, and then counseling services are needing. It's emotional stress
0: and it can be financially crushing. Mm-hmm. Um, The unique thing about New York is that we are the only state compensation program that has no cap on medical or counseling expenses. So we are what we call the payer of last resort. So if you have um, insurance, uh, whether it's health insurance, workers' compensation, whatever, that has to kick in first. Um, But above and beyond that, we will pay. We'll pay the co-pays and we will follow you for as long as you need services provided that those services are related to the original criminal act. So um, we have people who have been in long-term care, um, who have traumatic brain injury as a result of being victimized, Um, people who need specialized care. For example, we had a young girl who was shot. and. We provided um, rehabilitation of her apartment so that she could get around. We installed a tracking system so that she was mobile in her own home um, and uh, redid the shower so that she could go into the shower. I mean, we, we really have so many resources available that I think people aren't even aware of because our our view is that we wanna get people and take them from being a victim to to being back to the extent that we can, to where they were, you know, how can we give them hope, and how can we help them thrive in their new life?
1: And, all, and aside from that, you're also doing advocacy. And I mentioned right. today there's a film screening uh, today on human trafficking. January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, and it's Sands of Silence, Waves of Courage. So, why did you get involved with the hosting this here at UAlbany? What was the reason to say, you know, this is something that needs to be seen this this film?
0: Well, I am very happy. My agency is part of the uh, State Interagency Task Force, which includes many, many state agencies uh, that come together to try to figure out ways to um, make things better um, in the human trafficking field. How do we address victim issues? How do we make our statutes better? Stronger, and so as part of this Human Trafficking Awareness Month is a big focus. And this summer, I was invited to speak at the UN, and um, the filmmaker was there. And well, congratulations
1: was, on being able to. That's <laughs> a thank you, quite thank honor. you.
0: Um, it was very exciting, you know, to be with people from all over the world who were addressing this issue because. There are so many myths and misconceptions about human trafficking, and I think a lot of us have thought about it. And I'm a former special victims prosecutor, so Mm -hmm. I know we all thought of it this way, that, you know, there's prostitution and that's just a crime. Um, We didn't think of it in terms of that these were victims and that they were being trafficked. And this is happening all over the world, whether it's labor trafficking or um, sex trafficking and it's it 's essentially modern slavery I mean simply put that 's what it is and so we wanted to really bring the focus and When I met this filmmaker and i I saw the film, uh, it was so powerful because her film goes into her own life and her own victimization, not as a trafficking victim, as a child abuse victim and what we are beginning to understand is that there are so many intersections between domestic violence, child abuse, sexual abuse, and um, and trafficking, and so we can't look at these things in a vacuum anymore. We have to be really conscious of looking at the broader picture and responding to it that way. Um, many domestic violence victims end up leaving their homes. They have nowhere to go, and they end up in a life that they didn't contemplate because um they don't have any way of supporting themselves or their children so and they're vulnerable and so you know a trafficker may pick up on that so uh, i thought that this would be a great way of um of promoting the awareness month but also putting a face Mm -hmm. on this so because the filmmaker had her own experience and then she profiles specifically a, a particular woman who was trafficked um and and others to to show you know this is people just like us you know and um we can't think of it anymore as a problem of oh it's just immigrants who come here or are brought here um, it's immigrants brought here, it's immigrants who came here voluntarily, and it's people who ha- were born here. Um, they're in our own communities, and 26% of
1: them are children, which is pretty shocking. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to the film today. And for those who maybe missed it, I'm sure there's other ways for them to access the film. Again, it's called Sands of Silence Waves of Courage. Yes. So I'm looking forward to seeing this today. Yeah, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And as we're as we're finishing up here, what message, you know, you talked a lot about the Office of Victim Services and all that you do. Is there a certain message to the community that you want people to know about your agency and what it, what it does?
0: Well, uh, yes, I want them to know it's there. <laughs> and that if they go to our website at ovs.my.gov, um, they can get all kinds of information about resources that are available for them. And um, if they are the victim of a crime, they should be told by law enforcement, um, or an advocate that we exist, or even by hospitals. Um, But if not, they can go to our website, they can find a program that's right in their neighborhood to assist them with the process of figuring out whether they're eligible for compensation, and then finding places for them to go for assistance. You know, um, what, what we find is that the dynamics of crime are such that um, it, it comes in waves, and someone might be victimized, and they'll be fine in the beginning, and then they begin to decompensate, um, and they might need help then. And then they won't need help for a while, and then they'll need help in two years when something happens and they um, something triggers a response. And so um, they shouldn't be ashamed of it. There's no shame in being a crime victim, and that um, we are out there and our programs are out there to support them.
1: And it's not only, I mean, we're located right in the capital region at Albany, the state. but it's all over the state over for the anyone state. who needs it. Yep. And that's a, that's a great resource. And the more awareness we can all spread about right. that it that you exist and you're here and you're all across the state.
0: Well, you know, the governor has made all these issues a really top priority. You know, he has a women's agenda that he's really pushing. I, I saw him speak this weekend right before the Women's March, mm-hmm. and um, he's really committed to a lot of these issues. Um, enough is enough legislation is one example of that. And, um, you know, there are a lot of students who are subject to sexual assault while they're in school. Um, they think it's their fault or they brought this on themselves. And I, I hope that the message that they're getting with Me Too and everything else is that um, no, it's not your fault and that um, there's resources available for you if you go to a hospital. Um, You can get a forensic rape exam or sexual assault exam paid for by my agency. They do not have to submit to their insurance company for that forensic rape exam. And the message I would send to them is don't wait until it's too late. So many sexual assault survivors um, wait, they wash, they Mm -hmm. try to figure out, go and get help, make sure your health is taken care of let them collect forensic evidence if there's any there, and then you can make a decision along the way if you want to, to go ahead with a case, but and don't you wait. And help people
1: with that process too? Yes. To show like this is, what, this is the steps that you can take. You're not forced to take them, but these are sort of the options available to you and what's what you can do if you choose to. Correct,
0: and we are partnering with the SUNY um, Enough is Enough program to try to get the message out in whatever ways students receive it. Um, It's a lot different from when I was in school. Um, And so we want to make sure that they understand their health and their mental health and their physical health are paramount. And so um, get those things taken care of and then the rest of it will kind of fall into place.
1: I just want to thank you so much uh, again. we're with the Director of the New York State Office of Victim Services, Elizabeth Cronin, and I just want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise in this topic and sharing what your agency does, but that's really important. I learned a lot. I didn't know all of what your agency did. I mean, I knew a little bit, yeah, but going into re- you know sort of reading the website and finding all these information and resources, it really opened my eyes to why your office is needed because there's things you don't even think about um, after a crime that individuals have to go through. And I think that's the, that's
0: a big issue too, is that people are so traumatized when they're victimized. Um, let our programs walk you through this, you know, whether it's to help you go to court, whether it's to help you figure out if you want to go to court, um, if it's to get you services and counseling and housing and immigration help. You know, we fund programs with lawyers and, and counselors and, and all kinds of, of programs. So. Um, Be aware and and stay safe. We will share this message as best we can. And thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us.